0: Good morning, everyone watching live on BAM YouTube. Let me know in the comments where you are tuning in live from. The hot sheet covers what you need to know about the real estate industry in a 24 hour time period. And on today's hot sheet, I will discuss the latest on mortgage loans, home prices, plus the Federal Reserve's decision on interest rates coming later this week. Today is Tuesday, March 21st, 2023. I'm Byron Lazine, and the hot sheet starts now. Somehow we've pulled it off. For the first time ever, we are going live from a real estate conference lobby. It is dark here in Portland. We're at the Thousand Watt Turn On event, 2023. It is 6.30 local time here on the Pacific coast. And this is the first time ever this has been done. Mark Davison, co-founder of Thousand Watt, a couple months ago, maybe two, three months ago, said, hey, I've got an idea about going live re- like radio row super bowl style at a real estate conference and now we're doing it in the lobby usually you see nothing i don't see one trade booth in this lobby it's it's a very unique conference and it's even more unique now that we are for the first time doing a live podcasting studio for the entire conference so make sure, number one, you're subscribed to the channel because we will be going live later today, two, maybe even three times going live on the channel from the conference, getting live reactions, okay? Hit the thumbs up. Let's dive into the hot sheet here live from Portland. And we'll start with mortgages. Share of mortgage loans in forbearance decrease 0.6% in February. This just released yesterday from Mortgage Banker Association, Uh, monthly loan monitoring survey that revealed the total number of loans now in forbearance decreased by four basis points from 0.64% of services portfolio volume in prior month uh, to this 0.6% as of February 28th, 2003. Okay. 300,000 homeowners right now are in forbearance plans. This is something that real estate, real estate skeptics are pointing towards of, oh, wait till all these forbearances, you know, wait till they come to fruition. You haven't been able to Ah, uh, foreclose on these homes. There's only three hundred thousand of those right now that still exist today. The share of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac loans in forbearance decreased two basis points to point two eight percent. Ginny Mae loans in forbearance decreased nine basis points to one point two eight percent. The reason the Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac ones are important that makes up the majority of the loans. Okay, so right now you know there's a banking crisis. I just had a, a conversation. Um, with an agent from California this week who texted myself and Tom Tool, She was watching Knowledge Brokers podcast from Friday and she's like, oh my gosh, we've got this really big deal that um, is under contract with uh, one of these banks, right? It wasn't uh, SVB. It was uh, the one that's in the news here uh, all the time right now. Not now, not UBS. It was First Republic. I knew if I opened up CNBC, it would just be right at the top because it's all they can talk about. First Republic, by the way, jumps 20% uh, today as some of these regional banks are coming back. But she had a, a deal with First Republic under contract. And it's like, well, what, what do I do? It's not, it's not going to close for another 30, 40 days here. There's going to be pressure on those regional banks. Honestly, if I'm an agent representing somebody – from, you know, a client who's got a loan with First Republic, I might be looking at backup plans, okay? I might not just sit there and wait to see what happens. majority of the banks, though, being uh, our loans, being Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are a good thing because, let's face it, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac are just an extension of the government, and those mortgages aren't going to go anywhere. Some of these regional um, banks that maybe aren't Fannie or Freddie, those are the ones that could be uh, on a little bit more dicey ground, okay? Um, going back to this update on the mortgages, the forbearance rate, uh, degrees for both independent mortgage bank and depository services across all investor types in February. So continuing to go down is what we're seeing on these forbearance numbers. We did an entire hot sheet going real deep on delinquencies, mortgage delinquencies. I don't know if somebody can find that and we can put it, Link down below if somebody wants to find that you know with ease in, in the description. but we went through probably that day 12 to 15 different charts. We, we parsed it down from like 50 on the delinquency situation in mortgages right now, we're at near all-time lows. So everything points towards a really strong mortgage market right now. Sure from March 1st, so if you can get that link and just put it down there so people can find that easily. So the March 1st show, uh, when we talked about mortgage delinquencies, that'll be linked down below. Uh, Let's go to to the slide here, which I will do on this forbearance. All of our slides are gonna be available down below for you in the daily download. So this is the percent of servicing portfolio in forbearance by investor type, okay? So we talked about Ginny, that is the blue line. Fanny and Freddie is the orange line and then other PL- PLS portfolio would be the gray line total is coming in at yellow. Okay. So again, Ginny is 1.28%. Fannie, and Freddie 0.28%. Uh, and we've got these this PLS portfolio at 0.78%. And then the total is the 0.6% that we started the show. And this is just I mean, it's dropping off a cliff from what we saw, obviously, in March of 2023 years ago, where we hit 11.8% on Ginny and 10.93% on PLS. The total was 8.53% of loans back in where it peaked out at 8.53 was May, about May 31st, maybe call it in Uh, 2020 where 8.53% of all loans were in forbearance and we're down to 0.6%. The job market, it's incredibly strong. There's 11 million job openings today and we have near, or we, we have 50 year all time low unemployment. So even when people got behind the last three years, they were able to catch back up and pay off, uh, pay off those mortgage payments. No, I got it, Bobby. Th- thank you. Producer Bobby is coaching me up on the road switcher, and I appreciate Bobby for helping me. If you can see uh, – you can't see it. You, you, you cut it you out. It a little bit. You can catch a little bit. But Bobby purposely cut out the switcher so people didn't know that I was actually producing the show at the same time of talking. Okay, so there you go. That's your update on the forbearances. I do have a little bit uh, more on the loans. And, again, you can check out that March 1st show where we talked about delinquencies, Uh, the total loan services that were current, not delinquent or in foreclosure as a percent of servicing portfolio volume decreased to 95.76% in February from 95.86% in January. The five states with the highest share of loans that were current as a percent of servicing portfolio, Washington, Idaho, Colorado, California, California, And Oregon, where we sit right now, the five states with the lowest share of loans that were current as a percent of servicing portfolio, Louisiana, Mississippi, Indiana, New York and West Virginia. Okay, the total completed loan workouts from 2020 and onward repayment plans, loan deferrals, partial claims, uh, loan modifications, these types of things that were current as a percent of total completed workouts increased to 76 percent in February from 70, basically flat 76.03%. Okay, so this is all uh, new information that just got released from MBA. We'll put that down below in our sources daily download link where you can get all of our charts and sources, okay? Uh, we talked about yesterday, Lance Lambert's bifurcated market, as he calls it, where you have some towns, some cities, some metros, where you have prices declining while you're seeing prices increase In other areas, most forecasters right now are looking ahead and calling for flat to maybe a couple percentage points up for the entire year. Uh, We we have seen year over year at this point. We've seen prices come down a little bit, but projecting out strong spring, summer, looking at uh, overall across the country, prices coming out. There are 133 markets that have seen price declines in February but 267 markets went higher. Okay, so uh, almost two-thirds of the 400 markets went higher while one-third going lower. This is according to the latest Zillow data. At the height of the correction in September, 303 of the nation's 400 largest housing markets saw a month-over-month home price decline uh, by this Zillow Home Value Index. In October, it was down to 292 uh, 245 in November, 256 in December. And now going off of February's number, we're down to 133. That should continue to decrease as we work through the spring market. Tomorrow, we're going to get it today from NAR, uh, but we're not going to actually be able to talk about it until tomorrow. I'll refresh NAR research. They usually do this around 10 a.m., You see a lot of these indexes that we talk about here on the hot sheet typically will release at 830 before the markets open. NAR just they're typically 10 o'clock. They got to settle into the office over there at NAR. So we'll see that at 10 o'clock just going based off of what they reported a month ago. We'll start there. Then we'll look at some of these um, prices. So median price for One month ago, because this data is going to get updated today for January, 359,000 in this country. Depending on the market, you could argue whether that's affordable or not. Okay, so sales January, 4 million units. That's seasonally adjusted for the year. The housing starts 1.309. New home sales, you can see on the screen, 461,000. Okay, so three, just let's focus on the number 359,000 on the median price. They're going to update that again today and we'll have that update for you tomorrow here on the hot sheet, so make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss it. Now, that's just the median sale price. That's where things were closing out in January, where you typically see a seasonal decline on these prices, right? November, December negotiations usually bring January, February lower prices. When you look at the entire year, then those prices tend to go up into the spring market uh median home list prices right now this is according to Altos research again this is available for you down below the median home list prices price the median mark that homes are going onto the market okay is 429000 median price of new listings all right so those new listings that are coming onto the market which we know we talked about yesterday has dropped significantly again. We need new listings. We saw inventory rise for the first week in a while. We talked about that yesterday, but new listings continues to decline. Median price of new listings is down to 400,000. Okay, so the median home price of properties that are on the market that are the, the inventory that we have is 429,000 up from 3999 this time last year. But these new listings coming on, they're a median price point of 400000 Going over to the median price of home sales in contract, so pendings or in escrow, whatever you call it, in your, your market uh, for U.S. single-family homes is $375,000. So you see where the market, the activity in this market is. We're down 38% on mortgage applications right now so we know I don't, I don't care what anybody's you know posting or talking about how they're saying hey activity's really high it's it's down 38 percent demand is down 38 percent but when we look at this chart it tells us where is demand the highest it's high On the median price points, we talked about NAR being at $359,000 in January. We're going to find out what it was for February for median prices. And so what do you know? List price of homes in contract, $375,000. That tells me that that median price could tick up a little bit when we look at February, when that information comes out today, because the properties in contract are at a median price point of $375,000. That's flat year over year. So we're starting to see Uh, Some resistance there on the homes in contract. And obviously, this is where the most demand is going to be. Anything near median price point, you get below median price point, you have serious demand. That's where you see multiple offers in almost every community in America. Anything below median price point. Let me know in the comments what you're seeing at median, just above or just below uh, median price points in your market and where you are tuning in from today okay that's your update on prices we'll have a further update tomorrow with nar and we'll revisit uh if there's a big shift i'd imagine if i'm predicting i like to do, throw out some of these predictions once in a while january is 359 we have a median price of 375 like we just talked about probably be in the 360s and that's not that hard of a prediction so you can roast me in the comments for that prediction if you'd like Okay, uh, moving to the big news of the week, what we're all waiting for. What is Jay Powell going to do tomorrow? The FOMC decision, they're meeting today, they're meeting tomorrow. I wonder, I'm, I'm always curious, you know, because they don't have like a social media account, you know, what they're going to be having for lunch, you know, what 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 kind of amenities they're going to have. They, they go to these fancy retreats every year to Jackson Hole. So I'm just curious, like, you know, are they going Uber Eats or is it like some really fine dining experience as they go over all these numbers. Obviously the the committee is going to pull all of their thoughts together. They're going to kind of come out with a, uh, you know, a consensus basically uh, tomorrow when they decide what they're going to do with this federal interest rate. Let me go over to wall street journal, uh, which I thought broke it down this morning pretty well. Here we go. Federal reserve faces a tough decision. On this rate increase, okay. So, uh, his colleagues are going to face one of the toughest decisions all year. That's because of this increased uh, or this intense banking crisis—the the most intense crisis we've had since 2008 for the banks. The decision on whether to raise the interest rate by a quarter percentage point. About, I would say, what are we at March 21st, right now? So, 10 days ago, let's call it the 13th. We were at. 66% of the market was pricing in a 50 basis point hike. Today, that number is is basically flipped to the 25 basis point. We're at 66% today, market pricing in a 25 basis point hike for um, the interest rate release tomorrow. That's up from 36% on March 13th. Okay, so we don't know what they're going to do, but that's what the market is pricing in. Okay, you actually see the stock market up today. Last I looked, we were we were up. Uh, let's take a look. Yeah, we're up. That was up. That was up pretty big, three hundred points. Tells me that the market believes that they already have an indication of what the Fed's going to do tomorrow. That that twenty-five basis point hike that they've been pr- pricing in the last week is what's going to happen. Uh, They're up 300 points on the Dow, S&P's up a percent. NASDAQ is up over hundred points. So a big increase for the NASDAQ, up uh, almost a full percent as well. Okay, Uh, so the Fed's tried the last few years to telegraph its um, rate moves to avoid surprises, right? Minimize the volatility. We've seen uh, a super volatile market in a lot of different ways. Uh, But until now, it hasn't confronted such an an abrupt situation. This is reading directly from uh, Wall Street Journal right now And Fluid Crisis on the eve of a policy meeting. A lot of people are saying, hey, just pause and see what happens. There's so much pressure on banks, specifically right now, these regional banks, that if you put any more pressure on them, you could see uh, a situation like we've seen the last couple of weeks. On a run on the banks, Treasury Secret- Secretary Yellen says that the government could backstop more deposits if necessary, but they haven't come out and said that that's what they're going to do. They're saying they could do it. That means that they will pick winners and losers. They don't have the money to guarantee Uh, deposits across this country. That's why they haven't come out and said, yes, we're going to guarantee deposits across this country. If they were going to do that, they'd have to get the money printing machine back up and running. And we know what's going to happen to inflation there. So they're in a tough spot where it's like, hey, we just hope people don't make a run on the bank. We're going to say things like this, Secretary Yellen, where, okay, we could backstop more deposits. We're not going to say that we're going to do that because if we say we're guaranteeing that, we've got to go out there and print more money and inflation is going to take over. And that's what we're trying to combat right now and trying to get down to that 2% level. Okay. Um, So we're going to, we're going to wait and see. We're not going to even know tomorrow when we do the hot sheet, where they're at. Maybe we'll get, you know, some information that will leak and we'll have some, maybe a, a, a better feel tomorrow, but it looks like a 25 basis point. Jared says, I think no increase would be good. I would be in your camp, Jared. Fed has said that it takes six to nine months to see effects of uh, raising rates, meaning we're seeing effects from September. They should hold off for three months. They should certainly hold off this month, right? May, we're going we're gonna to get a lot of this. We're going we're gonna to get this inf, inf, um, inflation data, I believe, on May 10th. Um, it's really going to tell us how much the, the lagging data that we're waiting for on shelter, on housing – how much it's actually come down. And if that number comes down significantly, we'll be in a, we'll be in a good spot. You can put up that other, uh, Jacob, um, moving to, oh boy, I don't know the word. Des Monas? Des Moines. Des Moines. there you go. <laughs> Terrible, I'm awful when I'm reading. I've got people here laughing at me. If I'm reading a location I've never seen, it's gonna be bad. All right, uh, Manoy, there you go, Jacob. Uh, properly priced, I I couldn't read it, properly priced homes in our market under our median price point often still seeing multiple offers. Absolutely. So that's. I wonder if that's the median price point. Jacob, South House Living, uh, median sales price in Houston down 3.9% in February and 2.6 months of supply. Interesting. Okay, so Houston's actually seeing median price points down. I know we've had some other... Um, comments from the Houston area that are very similar to that. So Houston would be an outlier on median price points that are actually moving down. Another area would be Austin, okay? So those areas uh, that have had massive growth, Houston, Austin, the last couple of years, we're actually seeing those median price points come down, okay? Uh, There we go. Let's take a look at the 10-year really quick. Before we started the show, it was actually up quite a bit. Makes sense because the market's, are up. We know that if we want to follow what's going to happen with housing, we've got to follow this 10 year and we're up almost, uh, almost a 10th, uh, 0.01 here. We're up point. No, we're up 0.099. I'm sorry. We're up 0.099 on the yield. So we're at three, five, eight, five decent size jump here on the 10 year. So we likely will see a 30 year that jumps back up today. And we ended the day, we had two readings yesterday on the 30 year. We ended the day at 6.67. We ended Friday at 6.55. We could be back in the six sevens. It looks like we certainly will, probably six and three quarters, according to Mortgage News Daily on their daily survey. When that comes out later today, probably six and three quarters. We would like to get it closer to six. We know what that does for activity. Okay, there we go. That is your hot sheet here, live from Turn On 2023, Portland, Oregon. We're going to be going live probably in another – what time is it? Well, keep 7 Bam o'clock. Bam keep, it, keep an eye on BAM YouTube. Bobby doesn't want to guarantee any times the time the right now, but I would say keep an eye probably 8.30. We'll get some reactions of people going into the event. They open the door. doors here, I believe, 8.30. What time are we opening the doors? 8:30. So they're gonna open the doors. We'll probably go live shortly after that. Uh, you can plan on us going live noontime here or just about noontime, which is three o'clock Eastern. So those are gonna be um, some of the opportunities to jump into the live tab. Make sure that you're subscribed to the channel. Also, we're about to record right from here the real word, uh, which will be up premiering on the channel at 2 p.m. And I believe we have a brand new ebook. We're like releasing ebooks every single week. So if, if you're creating content and you're looking for Instagram or TikTok, green screen help, we have a brand new ebook totally free. Download that with the link below. All right. Stay with us because we're going to be going live all day from thousand watt turn on. And until the next live stream, toodaloo.